Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Jason Smith, and welcome to the official Home and Away podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out. I hope you are loving this podcast as much as I am. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all of your friends so you never miss a moment. With me today are two Home and Away favorites. One who has been strutting in the high stilettos for one of Home and Away's most iconic characters for 20 years, and the other who has worked with her for over a decade and who continues to challenge the evolution of all her characters we know and love in Summer Bay. A very warm and special welcome to Emily Simons, who plays the iconic and much-loved Marilyn Chambers, and series producer Lucy Adario. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. It's a great pleasure. But before we delve into the joys and complexities of the evolution of Marilyn, I thought we could play a little warm-up game. Are you ready? Yes, absolutely. Your time starts now. No. Anyway, <laughs> off, the, off the top of your head, what are three words to describe Marilyn? Um, kind, funny, and warm. Perfect. Does that sound about fair, Lucy? Absolutely. I can think of lots more. Okay, well, please, three more words would be great. Uh, effervescent. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Beautiful, one. kind, girl's best friend. Yeah. Nurturing. She's very yeah, nurturing, no, absolutely. She? she likes to mother people. Special. <laughs> what a love fest we're having in here, oh, are stop we? it. Let's My go. head won't fit in the room. Someone is the... My goodness. There's a solution. Perfect solution. And they just took it away. I can't blame her for wanting to give up, honestly, after everything she's been through. None of this. None of this at all is her fault. She's got so much potential. We can't let her give up. Well, you know I'm all for helping. Well, you came up with a solution last time. Do you think you could again? Last time I got arrested. Yeah, I'm not asking you to do anything illegal, but we have to try. We have to do something for Rafi's future. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. So what are we going to do? Emily, how long has Marilyn been part of your life? Well, Marilyn has had several chapters in my life, but really I first started in March 1989 and uh, I've had three goes at Marilyn. I have left and come back and left and come back and I've been very, very privileged to be able to do that and go away and have other chapters of my life and then still be invited back as a character that thankfully didn't die. Yep. So, yeah. Congratulations yes. on that. I'm very grateful <laughs> for that. Thank you, all producers who didn't kill me. Emily, have you had any similar roles in your career to Marilyn or Marilyn's? No, no. no. Marilyn is just, Marilyn is different. Yeah. Prior to Home and Away, I'd been on Richmond Hill for a year and I was just sort of playing the local policeman's daughter and I was fresh out of high school. So I was still... You know, yeah, really did not know what I was doing and I didn't have any real experience. So I was really cutting my teeth in the early years, just watching what everyone else was doing and learning as I went because I didn't go to drama school. 
And I guess, you know, Marilyn has evolved so much over the years. Yes. What kind of character was Marilyn when she first started the role? Well, she was Lance's girlfriend from Yabby Creek. She was a hairdresser and a beautician and she was very ditzy. She was an orphan. She hadn't completed her education. She used to get quite muddled and all her words mixed up. Full of life, but not very smart. Obviously, it's played a very special part of your life. Do you have a, a favourite era of Marilyn? Oh, look, um, probably the well, the early years was very, when it was also, the show was still very young and it was still very the core fa- foster family. Marilyn was, well, she's always been my age, but, you know, she came in as Lance's girlfriend, uh, right, Lance, Lance Smart's girlfriend. Colleen's son. Yes, Colleen's son. And that's how I was kind of introduced to the show, engaged to Lancey. And um, those, you know, and then she was Morag's housekeeper, mm-hmm. Morag's Ooh. stupid housekeeper, yeah. and uh, which was kind of terrifying and wonderful in equal measure. You don't know what a decanter is? No. Sounds like something a horse ought to do. Oh, God, give me strength. Sorry. I don't know much, do I, Mrs Billingham? Well, I try in that, but etiquette always confuses me. I think it's because I suppose it is not really your fault. The education system always has had a lot to answer for. Those were great times. And then the 95 to 99 part was probably the most fun in terms of where I was at in my life. And, and we were all having lots of fun outside of work as well as at work. Yeah, not cool. that it's not that fun helps. now, but, yeah. you know, now I'm old. So. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, obviously each time is very special. Do you remember your audition? I do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my audition uh, because, well, it was, it was I really wanted the part. And uh, it was at King's Cross and my mother drove me. I think I had my license, but I didn't have my first car. My mum parked the car and she, was, she wasn't allowed to come with because that was too embarrassing. She had to go and wait in a coffee shop and I had to go and do it. And she I remember, was your Uber driver. <laughs> she was, and that's before Uber was invented. <laughs> I remember I had to go and find where it was and I was really nervous and, and there was a poor, unfortunate drunk person lying across the doorway of the, of the place I had to go and I was like, oh, what do I do? So I had to step over him and go upstairs and there was just a room of, of Marilyn's. I just thought... Like a dream scenario, <laughs> if you ask me. I'd have been and in I heaven. thought, I'm never going to get this because there were so many people in the room. I also went dressed in stilettos and a little mini dress and, a, and you know, big 80s makeup. And probably did have. I probably to, I was ready to go. Ready yeah, to go. I yeah. had w- worked that audition, got a couple of callbacks, and of course, you know, every audition you go to, you don't think you're going to get. And I think when you get callbacks, it's even worse because then you you get closer and closer, and then you don't get it. So I think I just missed out on a couple of things before that. So I was a bit, I'm never going to get it. And I was so overwhelmed when I did. And Andrew Howie, bless you, thank you for giving me this role. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah. the stars aligned. They did on that day. Yes. And we talk about people auditioning for the show and how to stand out and try and get to that stage of securing the role. We talk about people thinking outside the box with performances. Did you kind of have a few little traits or characteristics you kind of added to Marilyn to kind of get you over the edge? I'd worked it with my acting teacher at the time and we had done a backstory and we had everything down pat, the voice, the breathy voice and the stilettos and the way she walked and the way she was physically. I just knew her inside and out and that's that's what I took on that day. Yeah. Mm. 
and the rest is history. <laughs> she still has it. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. love it. Lucy, what were your earliest memories Well, I of guess it Marilyn? was 1989. I watched the pilot, obviously, in 88. So I was just a huge fan from that moment. And Marilyn came in not long after, I guess... I was Six, one year after. One year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, she cemented into that sort of those early years for me. So I just remember the, yeah, the bubble skirts, the high <laughs> heels, the jewellery. I remember she was a beautician and you had the salon. Marilyn Chambers Beauty Chamber, that was, was what it's called. <laughs> was that outside the back of the diner <laughs> yes. or the grocery store yes. or something? Yes, we decided that she needed a salon, but we didn't know where to put it. So they just put it, they just added a room onto the diner <laughs> at the time. Which was like perfect. Best. Which was that old diner, the 50s style diner, which yeah. was my favourite diner. Yeah, absolutely. And the um, jukebox and, and yeah. I remember Ken McCann, the art director, just made this wonderful leopard vision of leopard. I and remember that. And it was that. so camp, and I absolutely loved it. One day I had to do a chest wax whilst we were doing a scene, <laughs> and it was fabulous. And this poor guy, I had to go, dum de dum de dum de rip. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I always wanted more scenes in the in the beautician <laughs> salon. Yeah, it was so fun. It, it was, was really yeah. super fun. And then I had to dye uh, Donald Fish's hair red. Wow, it was like all sorts of you know fun things. tragedy. That, yeah. oh you know things that I she did wrong. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was beginning to feel like the Sunday roast, waiting to go in the oven. I think this is going to make a new man of you, Donald. Oh. You're probably going to want to go out tomorrow and buy a whole new wardrobe. Why? There's nothing wrong with the clothes I wear now, is there? No, they're fine. Um, what? Um, Donald, I think we might have a, a, a teensy weensy little problem. <laughs> Further down the line, when they explored the Donald Fisher headmaster storyline, where Marilyn went back to school as a mature age student, but she didn't go to TAFE, she went to actual Summer Bay High. <laughs> and so I was tottering down the corridors in my heels and my <laughs> polka dot miniskirt. And so she just went back to school and they nurtured her by getting her to read and learn. And turned out that she wasn't as dumb and a dumb blonde like everyone thought she was. She had a heart and she had a brain and she could use both. And that is actually the storyline where Donald Fisher and Marilyn came together and fell came in together. love. Yeah. That's a, we're going to get to that. <laughs> okay, we're going to bookmark yeah, that because yeah. we are getting into that yeah. big storyline. <laughs> what other storylines have you had over the years do you think that have best transformed Marilyn into the next Marilyn? I mean, I don't think she's changed. She's still herself. But I think you, I just felt that after she'd had that education that she'd have a little bit more substance. Yeah. She's um, evolved. But yeah. yeah, she's evolved and she's got older and I'm older and I think I can't keep playing her the way I played her when I was 19. And then there's obviously, um, you know, she had her baby and the, and the tragedy of the story when her son died. Her son had a terrible brain cancer and then she went off into the into life when I left and I was working on Emmerdale and Marilyn was having a different experience yeah, right. <laughs> being Ed Sheeran's nanny. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's when that happened, right? It was, yes. of course. Goodness, Teddy, I can't believe how famous you are. Uh, I thought you probably would have seen it in your tarot cards. Well, yes, maybe I need a new deck. No. <laughs> this is nice here, though. You've done, done well. Oh, yeah, well, we I like, like to call it home. Hey, uh, Mr. Sheeran. Oh, sorry, I didn't think my old man was here. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I can call you Ed, then? Not really, no. No. I'm only joking, mate, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like you really care about your character, obviously. Oh, I do. I think everyone does. I think yeah. uh, what Louise said something really... Custodians. Yeah. Louise said we're the custodians of our characters mm. and it's up to us to kind of take that line through the middle and... and, and Hold. Yeah. Hold them. Protect yeah. them. Yeah. 
Betsy, don't worry about me. I'm going to be fine. In a few hours, I'm going to be back in the bay, ready to start a new life, a better life. And everything's going to be much better. I promise you, I'm going to make sure of it. Hey, did you know that the uh, Home and Away podcast is an enhanced podcast, which means you can watch along and listen along all at the same time. To make it happen and give it a go, download the ACAST app and subscribe now. Elena Hansen was working on her farm in Southern California when she was attacked by an angry black bear. The horror of the situation was just overwhelming. 12-year-old Harriet Davis was spending the day on the Nepean River in Sydney with her family when a freak accident tore her hand off. Harriet lost her arm. It wasn't hand, it was Harriet lost her arm. Micah Honan was fast asleep on his boat with his seven-year-old son Julian when he woke to find water flooding his vessel. I just reached down to my son to pick him up. As I came back up, we're basically underwater, getting dragged towards the ocean floor. I'm Beth Young, and I spend time inside the lives of ordinary people who have incredible stories to tell on my podcast, How I Survived. From escaping the clutches of a serial killer to copping five bullets to the head and living to tell the tale, How I Survived tells the stories of everyday people who've pulled through against the odds. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Lucy, you've worked collaboratively with Lou and the team on Marilyn's last 10 years? Well, it's I've on been on. on for eight. You've been so, eight, yeah. yeah. But I, I did, it's about 10 years since I've been working yes, on the show. Yes. So I do remember the time that the producers at the time were said, we're bringing back Marilyn mm-hmm. to the show and I just lost it. I was, it was, I was starstruck when yeah. Emily walked in because obviously <laughs> I said... Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm now I go to her office and cry. She's not starstruck by that at all. <laughs> no, so I was absolutely thrilled. Obviously at the time, I think the show, they were looking forward to sort of bring back some... Actually, I think they had written a character or were thinking of a character just like Marilyn. Could Marilyn. No, well, and then someone said, let's see what Emily's up to because the character f- felt very much like Marilyn and wouldn't it be great if we could bring Marilyn back? And I think that 
the stars did align. They again. did, yeah, they again. Did. Brilliantly. So in my time, I guess, it, in that first initial period was there was quite a lot of sort of light comedy. Yes, well, I, I think it was Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Walsh, Walsh was yeah. the producer when I first came back. Yeah. And then it was Lucy. Yeah. And it was just so great because we were friends before that, obviously. Can you remember um, if you were driving when you had your accident? I could have been dumped on the road by aliens, as far as I can remember. Oh, went to a friend of mine once. Oh, yeah, she went to this bar, right? And she was just sitting there, minding her own business. Next thing you know, she wakes up at this strange man's house, completely starkers. What do you feel is has been her most defining storyline moment? Yeah, your... what I've loved, I've thought about this, is obviously Em mentioned, you know, Byron and Marilyn becoming a mother, which was something that was really important to her. And obviously losing Byron was a real defining moment for Marilyn. And so I think the maternal desire and instinct of Marilyn is always there, no matter what sort of storyline she's doing, whether it be with her girlfriends, particularly... In my time, I think the story of Jet, mothering Jet with John, Raffi, Ty, just always, I guess, wanting to fill fill the house with with love and yeah, with family. So cool. I think, and, and George, I sort of missed baby George. That was, oh. I think, remember, that was when I first started. The character of Nicole was having a baby, but she didn't want the baby and Marilyn oh, gosh, was going to yes. take oh, um, look after George yes, but then yes. Nicole changed her mind yes and that kind of yeah triggered the desire to the desire the yeah the mothering thing the mothering has always thing. been there the really big heart of the bay yeah oh. absolutely and with Jet just remember obviously he had a terrible you know home life and lost his mum to alcohol abuse and oh, yeah. um, it was awful and then as a character he came into the bay and I think mugged you to start with oh. um, what a brat. but then he yeah, did mug me yeah he did. but he did. then yeah. he on my pink handbag yeah he did, did but he, it was just absolutely <laughs> beautiful why did he steal the pink handbag well, for the content yeah. not for the aesthetics yeah he actually gave you a new handbag when he, he did left, yeah when he? he left he gave me a handbag yeah. with lips on it yeah which you still use. Oh, which I still use. Yeah. But, mm. yes, yeah, seeing that beautiful family dynamic, and yeah. I think it was at John and Marilyn's wedding where he actually said, you know, will you be my... Oh, um, yes. Will you okay. adopt me? So oh, it was just a beautiful... Nice just, yeah, heart and soul, home and away. John, you know how I feel about you. You're awesome. Marilyn, you're even more awesome. Together, you're amazingly awesome. <laughs> Look, I, I really mean that. When Gina died, John and I were... Well, we were lost, but you found us and you taught us how to smile again, so thank you. And I was listening to you say at the wedding about how we're a family now, and we are. So I say, why not make it legal? I really hope you say yes to this. John and Marilyn, will you adopt me? <laughs> Lucy, how are the particular foster characters that are introduced into the Palmer House chosen? Well, I, I think we saw with Jet what um, obviously Will grew up and had to finish school and leave, which was tragic for us. But we just loved what Jet did bring to the house. So I think after, obviously, Raffi came into the show and did have her own family, but through all the Morgan dramas, she did need a little bit mm, more mm. stability. Yeah, and we just stepped in to help, didn't yeah. we? We weren't really her. 
true foster carers, but we just borrowed her. Yeah, but <laughs> she loved it there. And yeah. just seeing Maz, you know, what yeah, what was, her daughter could would be. It was such a lovely yeah, chapter. It was really it lovely. It was a lovely chapter yeah. working with Olivia. It was yeah. such a pleasure. I love that. And have they all been brought into the mix to help develop and, and challenge Maz and John? There's a lot of families at watch and being able to sort of see John and Maz navigate what does life look like? Empty nest, you know, we've had the kids come and then go and what does what does our marriage look like after the kids go? What fills our lives? It is like being empty nesters because yeah. we really miss them. Yeah. Like when they leave, we're what yeah. are going to do now? You know? They're so, they're, they're fun. They bring something really interesting to the table every day. Fresh and energy. They're yeah. interested mm. and they're interesting. And, and challenge, you know, and challenge you know, the relationships. They teach you how to use your phone. Yeah. Yeah. What's a selfie? Like, I'll yeah. show you. Yeah. helps yeah. me with my Instagram. Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, yeah. I am, okay. I've just learned so much. Uh, it's really good to work with young people. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Emily, I'm ready for this. The iconic. I'm nervous. Here What's we go. this no. going to be? Emily, yes. Marilyn fell in love with the much older Donald Fisher. Brilliant storyline. Was this a controversial decision at the time? How did that all happen? Talk me well, through it. At the time, it was a controversial decision because I think I was 25 or 26 or something. 90s. 96, oh, I think. I can't do maths, but anyway. Yeah, it's I mean, it's 96. Yeah, yeah, like um, yeah. <laughs> At the time, Home and Away was, you know, known for the, the hunks of Home and Away. And every time there was a new casting, we'd all be like, oh, it's so exciting. These really beautiful guys are coming in. Who, who am I going to get paired with? <laughs> Still happens got... today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everyone gets really excited if their character's single. And, you know, you just think, oh, this is going to be great. And the producer called me up to his office and he said, I just want to talk to you about this big storyline that we've got planned for you where Marilyn is going to get with Donald Fisher. And I cried. No offence to Norman because I absolutely love Norman and all respect to him as an actor and as a human. And it worked out to be one of the most happy chapters of my life on Home and Away. But as a young girl, I was kind of seeing myself more with, a you know, someone my own age or... 30. Prince of Pop um, kind of situation. Yes. Dolly, a Dolly King. Yes, yeah. yes. So I sort of thought I didn't, at the time, I didn't un, I didn't have the vision to understand that there was a lot of scope there and there was actually an absolute minefield of wonderful stories to be told there. Beginning with the lovely going back to school and, and Fisher helping her with Shakespeare and teaching her. And then there was just so many of them as a couple when they were married, living together. Yeah, it was it was a really happy chapter. But I just remember at the time I did cry. And I feel like that's so stupid for saying that now. But um, when it was first pitched to me, I just thought that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Which yeah, when you're sitting in the office <laughs> and they're telling you that and you're wiping away tears, what did they say to you to try and yeah, like, get I you over the line? Actually, it was the wonderful, wonderful... Russell Webb, who unfortunately is no longer with us, but a great man, a great producer who had vision. And uh, he just said, I want you to trust me. He said, trust me. So. And you did? I did. Paid off? (laughs) Yes. I'm sure you can understand that the rest of my life depends on these results. And the sooner I know that I fail, the better. Marilyn, Marilyn, I I have marked your test. And I must confess, I am somewhat amazed, but you passed with flying colours. Are you serious? Wow, what other hidden talents have you got? You may enrol as a year 12 student whenever it's convenient. (gasps) Me? A year 12 student? Oh, did you hear that? I'm going back to high school. (laughs) 
Lucy, are there any parts of Marilyn's character that you find interesting to work with from a storyline perspective? Yes, there's <laughs> lots. There's lots. I love Marilyn. So whatever she's doing, it's awesome. But Marilyn does have a heart of gold and she sees good in everyone, that internal optimist. From a story point of view, there's real impact when she does step out and we can sort of challenge her. But see the vulnerabilities yeah. and see... I get not her flaws because she doesn't really have any, but you know, do you know what oh, I no, mean? She does, yeah. yeah. Just to Lucy sort of likes to um, push Marilyn into her <laughs> very uncomfortable zone, which includes right. storylines that involve not wearing makeup. Because I think, and I'm like, what? Yeah, you yeah. want me to what? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so for this story, we really want you to be broken down. What? Which is really hard when Marilyn doesn't <laughs> own a pair of trackies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, she's a very put together right. person. Mm. And, and I think that whole 80s hairdresser has always stayed with her. And so when she does sort of go through sort of challenging storylines or emotional storylines where she's not herself, I think it's really hard or well, it's challenging mm. to kind of go, how do we visually access that when, yeah, Maz <laughs> doesn't own a pair of sloppy tracky pants yeah. and she's so beautifully put together. But just I think when when we can sort of see through that, um, yeah, put together, I, look, we do see, we see such beautiful vulnerability yeah. and I just, that's what I, I you know, you can't do it all the time, but I no, think it's really no. lovely when yeah. we do get glimpses of that. Yeah, and I guess that's also a great way for the audience to connect even more with Marilyn as well when they can see and relate to that side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's not well. always happy. Yeah. Like, oh. The mask is off. Yeah. Yeah. She must be you know, really yeah. feeling. Like, you've got she can't to always be smiley. No. Yeah. No, there but are, you can try. Light, like yeah. you, you can try. <laughs> because you can... like Em said, you, the character has to evolve and as we get older, we face different challenges and stories. How does having a solid relationship evolve or change a character's direction, do you think, in the show? Well, I guess it depends on how the relationship goes, doesn't it? Because, you know, just like, I mean, John and Maz have had so many ups and downs. Um, they've They've probably been married one of the longest yeah. <laughs> periods of any character, have they? 2013, so um, that's six years or six nearly years. seven years. That's yes. a lifetime. Yeah. Years. It yes. is. But and they've survived. They've survived. But I think um, the family has, like, having that, they've been at their best when they've had the... The kids. The kids in, yeah, in the, the house. Kids. And we've survived John being the arsonist. Yeah. Oh. You got burned. And burning Marilyn and John being in prison. For two weeks, and I did also remember did another you? one. It was when Marilyn got electrocuted and woke up. Um, <laughs> oh, that and was thought fun. it was 1996, and that oh, Donald that... was still around, <laughs> and she couldn't remember John. That was I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that was when he came in the hospital. And she said, "Who are you? And where's my husband, Donald?" Donald. Yeah. And she went around looking for Donald. I had amnesia. Yeah. Amnesia. Yeah. Yes. So that was... And that was when I was pregnant. I was very heavily pregnant then. I remember that because I had to fly across the room, and they had to get her. Oh. Non-fat stunt person to do that. Uh, Yes. Now, Emily, let's get back to you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Over the years, let's talk about you more. Uh, Over the years, Marilyn has had many careers. She's been a singer. Oh, gosh. A beautician. I can't remember the singer. (laughs) No, she was a terrible singer. Well, she's a professional singer here. No, no, no. no, no. (laughs) We had a band. Oh, I can't remember what they were called. But we we had a single called Living Without Your Love. Ooh. And it was Chart-topper. Lance and Martin, and, <gasps> was and Lance. Marilyn had a band. Yes, and uh, uh, and I think it was that time when you know Millie Vanilli did that thing where they didn't actually sing their own song. Okay, and they were miming, and mm. that had never been done before, and it was all this thing. So it was we had a song, but we were miming, and okay. then of course on the big day of the record launch, 
the sound went down and Marilyn had to sing terribly badly <laughs> and out of tune. Oh, my gosh, I've got to that say that episode. So We're going to track that one and get that on right now. <laughs> Switch on the microphone. No, no, you can't do that. Why not? They're pop stars, aren't they? Surely they can sing. Sing! What's been your favourite, maybe top three moments? You can't say favourite because there's just so many. Oh, there's but... so many. And also there's so many years that you just forget things and you don't forget them because they weren't good. You just, there's just so, like, you know, I think Lynn McGranger has the best memory of anyone in the cast. Her memory is incredible. And if you don't know anything, you just go ask Lynn, she'll remember. But I am a bit hazy on a lot of things. Particular storylines that I remember, I loved when we did Donald and Marilyn join the Yabby Creek Amateur Dramatic Society. (laughs) And they did a production of The Importance of Being Earnest. And I just remember it being so hilarious. Mm. And uh, Norman Coburn was so funny. And he's a brilliant comic actor. And I think not a lot of people knew that because he was always being grumpy. That's what you brought out in him too. Flathead, yeah. And it was, and he got terribly, you know, serious about the role and took it, you know, way too far. And I just thought, you know, I love all those silly fun stories. They're they're the best fun to play. Dear me, you are smart. I am always smart. Aren't I, Mr. Worthing? You are quite perfect, Miss Fairfax. Please do not say that. It leaves no room for developments. And I intend to develop in many directions. (laughs) Now, Emily, recently Marilyn has been practising less traditional and more holistic approaches to health while she's been helping Raffi with her epilepsy. Um, Is this a direction you wanted to nurture or was it something that came to fruition behind the scenes? Oh, well, that was something um, in Marilyn's last chapter. So when I came back in 2009, um, Marilyn had become a vegetarian and become very, very spiritual, and that's kind of carried through. So um, she loves... cards and... Yeah, you know, she, she, you know, Marilyn's a bit psychic. She loves the cards. We bring the cards out whenever we need that in the story, don't we? Yeah. I think there's a murderer on the list. (laughs) Yeah, intuition. Yeah, Yeah. she gets... gets, spooky feelings yeah, about that, that man yeah. and yeah. Um, it doesn't always work um, and so lots of the um, alternative therapies she's very very into all she's of that always yeah, up for it. it well I've done a little bit of digging myself and I found quite a bit of research on natural therapies like essential oils meditation massage and acupuncture yeah Right. But of course, I have to talk to Mason uh, and see if it, you know, interferes with her more traditional medicine. I'm sorry, Maz, but if Tori thought, you know, that vitamins and needles weren't, wouldn't she have suggested it already? Well, yeah, I mean, the only thing that's worked for Rafi so far has been a natural solution. It's been the, the cannabis oil. Yeah, but they've had clinical trials. There's evidence of it, you know? Well, I'm not saying this is the answer. I just think we should keep an open mind. Marilyn is such a loved character. When you meet fans outside of filming, do they expect you to be familiar to Marilyn in real life or how's that interaction? Oh, gosh. Well, um, 
I guess they do. I guess they do. I think the best part about playing a character like Marilyn is I don't look like myself. So, you know, there is an hour and a half of makeup and hair that goes on and a and a really different look. Um, so I don't have the same experience as, as other characters have because I don't look like that on the weekends. I actually look like a feral mother. Um, <laughs> no, so there is probably no recognising me on... <laughs> Saturday morning when I'm whizzing around the supermarket. It looks like Marilyn, but just something's not quite right. No, normally it's if I laugh or, you know, if I speak or something, you know, they'll, the diehard fans will recognise oh, you straight I've been away. I've you um, when but, you've been recognised and yeah, get pushed no. out of the way, camera shoved in my, in yeah. my hand. Take a picture, picture for us? Do you mind? Uh, yeah. We sure. love get our this fans. all the time. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. We love our fans. We yeah. wouldn't be here without our fans. Absolutely. And I'm always very happy to say hi to anybody that wants to say hi. Uh, Lucy, Marilyn's gorgeous blonde hairstyles have changed over the years. She's been a real trendsetter, you know, from the beginning. She's a lot of hairspray. How many cans of hairspray do you think she's gone through over the years? Goodness, a lot, a lot. There's, uh, I mean, responsible for a big hole in the ozone layer. Yeah, I have to say, Um, lots of texture spray, which is a new invention over the last ten years, five years. Look, I think your hairstyles have evolved depending on what. Your life, I mean, obviously the character, what she's going through, but I know over the years we've tried to reduce the We're amount of time in makeup because <laughs> it is a big makeup call, isn't yes. it? A lot of my hairstyles are whatever we've got time for. So, yeah, yeah I think when when I first came back, I was like, I want the full beehive and this and the other, and then it just takes too long. Yeah. And also all your hair snaps off and you end up sort of bald on top here. So, um, <laughs> Good look. Yeah. <laughs> We've simplified it down to an hour and 15 minutes. Not That's that's hair that's and makeup. A, okay. Yeah. It used to be two, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, it used to be two, two. hours. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then so life's too just, short to be spending that much time yeah. in the makeup chair, especially now, you know, being a mum and, yes. you know. Now trying I'm to reduce to the do time. my mumming before yeah. I come to work. I'm like, oh, well, I just can't sit there for two hours anymore. So. I'm actually really looking forward to a storyline. I can't talk too much about it, but it's one of my favourites to date, um, which is going to be playing out towards the end of this year. And I think we, yeah, we're pushing Maz to to new limits. Yes, thanks for that, Lucy. <laughs> okay, buckle up. Yeah, buckle up. Lips it's are really, sealed, really obviously. Hard. Very excited. I'm not allowed to say anything, but I'm in deep drama already, just even thinking about it. It's amazing. We thinking game-changing storyline here or what? I think it could be, actually. Life-changing? Yes. Okay. Not in a life and death no. Okay. No. Or is, unless no, there's no. something you're not telling me. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Sorry. Get my agent on now. <laughs> Great. Thank you. And thank, thank you. you for having me on as a guest. No worries. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Lucy. Thanks, Jane. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Woo. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends about this awesome podcast. A big thanks to Julie McGoran, Seven's Head of Drama, Loretta Farrell, the producer, Nikki Hamilton, the executive producer. My name is Jason Smith. Join me next time on the Home and Away podcast. This is a Seven West Media podcast.